Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world as we broadcast on the Fringe FM. That's Fringe FM. Fringe.fm is the network website. You can also listen for free by downloading the free Fringe FM application. And of course, if you missed any of our previous shows, you can go to the Secret Teachings website, thesecretteachings.info. You can get access to the full show archive on the website, along with all of our montages. Those montages I make myself for the show. You can find the archive for all the montages and all the shows, as well as my digital books www.thesecretteachings.info When you subscribe to the archive, you get access to all of that. And you'll also get a physical copy of one of my books, free shipping in the United States, though we do ship overseas, with your one-year subscription to the archive. We also have Patreon. A lot of listeners have asked for us to create a very cheap Patreon tier for behind-the-scenes videos, so we have that now. And there's also a Patreon tier for monthly subscriptions to the Archive. So you'll get an Archive subscription with everything I just mentioned, plus behind-the-scenes video access. So there's a lot of great stuff on Patreon. There's a lot of great stuff on the website. Plus, if you're interested in grabbing a copy of one of my books, you can grab the books on the website as well. Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and the Technological Elixir, which is now in its third official edited, added to final edition. This is a now 530-something page book. It's a massive book. It has a huge chapter now on the last two years of the so-called pandemic relating to technology and the mark of the beast. It has an enormous section now at the end of the book on UFOs, UFO cults, and a final appendix that when you read it, it will prepare you for the book, Occult Arcana. All these books kind of are woven together, just like we weave together all the different subjects we talk about here on the broadcast, Monday through Friday. And if you go back to last week, a popular show we did called Helldoor's House Call, about a Ouija board session that uh, myself and my fiancé did back on the 29th of October, not knowing that a friend of ours, Clyde Lewis, was going to do a show that night on Helldor, but his guest canceled. And that show last week was very popular, especially because we did a show with Clyde on Saturday, uh, Saturday n- uh, morning, technically Friday night, about Dr. Heldor and specifically about the eschaton, about the end of the world, the, the final days of the divine plan. Uh, Armageddon, Revelations, whatever you'd like to call it. And we talked about some things that I guess you could consider them synchronistic. Uh, I guess you could consider them based on numerology, uh, things that are, you know, patterns and numbers and events and names and things like that. And, and, and these are the things that, that really intrigue me, that fascinate me, whether 
it's something like a shooting at a school or it's something uh, that seems totally unrelated, but at the same time, in entirely the, the essence and the core of, of a much larger story and a, and a much larger tapestry. Uh, for example, today, or again, depending on when you're listening, is the anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. And perhaps no conspiracy in U.S. history Certainly there are other conspiracies in world history, but probably no other conspiracy in U.S. history has obtained the type of cult following that the Kennedy assassination has had really since the beginning. Uh, it's, it's not a new fascination. There are people that are newly fascinated with it, but people have been consumed by the Kennedy assassination for literally for decades since since it happened back in the 60s and this is the 58th anniversary this year in 2021 of the Kennedy assassination and you know a lot of people look at the Kennedy assassination as you know almost like a a, a passing holiday every year and that's what 9/11 has become in the United States as well but these two events are more than simple uh you know uh, an assassination or a terrorist attack simple stories that can be explained away with with uh, what some claim to be the, the 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 general simplicity of Occam's razor there's a there's a complex occult theme to these two events as there is to the moon landing as well which is one of the other big conspiracies in US history and there are of course different ways to look at these events i mean you look at the moon landing uh, the question of whether we went to the moon or not is not really uh, the question that I entertain. I entertain the question of whether we went to the moon or not doesn't necessarily matter as much as the evidence that we were shown that we did go to the moon. Was that the real evidence? Were those the real photos? Was that the real video? That's what I'm interested in. The same thing with 9-11. I'm not necessarily interested in the 19 hijackers. I would just like to know how some of them were still alive after the event reported on by mainstream media. I would like to know how two planes compromise three major structures. I would like to know what happened to uh, the material from the complex. I would like to know how metals rusted uh, almost in real time within hours of the event. Uh, I would like to know why paramedics you know, identified microwave fields around the, around the uh, ground zero area about, a, about three quarters of a mile from those towers you know and with Kennedy I would like to know how uh, just like with uh, you know the same types of uh, questioning that you've seen or you've heard in documentaries and radio shows over the years uh, I would like to know about this magic bullet I would like to know how we have recordings of multiple shots and, and the type of gun that Oswald used um, you know a professional marksman can barely get that many shots off I, I would like to know why there was you know a, a bullet marking on the curb uh, totally out of the line of, of sight of Oswald. I, these are just questions, but you, you're not really allowed to ask those kinds of questions. And I remember I had a history teacher. I was in 11th grade, and uh, his name was Mr. McQuain. And he showed us, because it was part of the, the course on American history, and I, was, I took the, the advanced placement history class. Uh, that was the only thing in school I was good at. And we watched this documentary and, um, you know, I wasn't who I am now, but at the time, this was 11th grade, so I'm, I'm like 17, it's like 13, 14 years ago. 
I remember that the this teacher he leaned over and because I'd asked him, I said, "What do, what do you think about the Kennedy assassination?" And he's like, "I don't think Oswald killed him," and uh, that always stuck with me. In fact, uh, I had another teacher that um, he had told me that he had gotten uh, reprimanded because he had told the class he didn't think Oswald killed Kennedy. And he had to talk to, you know, the administration because that wasn't part of the course, you know. So you're not really allowed to ask questions. And now with what we call fake news and, you know, this QAnon, whatever it is, I don't even know what it is, this QAnon counterintelligence operation, what you have now is, you know, the daily and the nightly news stories that will look at a QAnon, uh, you know, theory uh, like, I don't know if you guys knew this, but John F. Kennedy Jr. was supposed to, on, on several occasions, supposed to appear either alone or with former President Donald Trump and uh, have the president reinstated and, uh, I guess, become the vice president. I've heard a lot of different theories. Uh, I was reading this story from the Dallas Morning News, for example, and it says that you know QAnon believers descended on Daily Plaza early November according to the Dallas Morning News, and in the, they, they had this uh, you know, belief that John F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, was going to appear. Uh, they had hopes that he would appear and he would uh, herald the reinstatement of Donald Trump as president. And the daily uh, uh, news column here, the Dallas Morning News, on this, uh, this article from November 19th, right before the weekend, says conspiracy theories have never been more prevalent or more toxic or more bizarre and outrageously stupid. They circle like murder hornets around everything from the 9-11 terrorist attacks to the slaughter of school children at Sandy Hook to diabolic governmental agents wiping uh, or whipping up a killer brew of snow and ice. Now they're controlling the weather that fatally injured hundreds of Texans last winter. You know, this is counterintelligence because... Terrorists certainly attacked the World Trade Center. What, what those terrorists were motivated by is a different subject. Were they motivated because they were afraid and they were scared and they were angry about the freedoms that Americans had? That's what the Bush administration told us. That's outright preposterous. Perhaps the Bush administration and those involved in the terrorist attacks in 9-11 were themselves terrorists and they were the ones that were upset about the large amounts of freedom that the American people had. There's that way to look at it, too, just philosophically, just flipping the script. And, of course, you know, weather control, I mean, there are literally patents on Google Patent for weather control applications. You can go onto the government's own website, go onto NOAA's website, and you'll find uh, stories that go back to Vietnam and even before that. In fact, Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, talked about weather control Back in the 1960s, you can read the transcripts. I don't know if there's any audio of it, but he was talking about weather control back in the 60s and having countries agree not to use weather control on each other. And, you know, Kennedy did a lot of stuff. Kennedy was supposedly involved in, uh, you know, he had had, uh, I believe, Air Force One take him to view the bodies of extraterrestrials, uh, reportedly from the Roswell crash. And, uh, you know, that's different than the, the, the Nixon story about Jackie Gleason, but Kennedy supposedly was taken to see these alien bodies, and he was supposedly involved in investigating, you know, UFOs, had an interest in them. You know, there are a lot of things that Kennedy was doing, including, but not limited to, wanting to splinter 
the Central Intelligence Agency. And, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people still believe that the CIA was the sole responsible party for killing Kennedy. Uh, in fact, the filmmaker Oliver Stone uh, said this again this morning. He believes that the CIA was the, the main perpetrator in the assassination of the former president. Uh, whether or not the CIA had any involvement, it's one of those things where, you know, I'll leave that up to the investigators. I'll leave that up to, you know, the authors and the, and the researchers. You know, I, I've not researched Kennedy on the level of someone like our, our friend Jim Mars, who wrote the book Crossfire, one of the best-selling Kennedy books uh, ever published. And he actually taught the first course in college in Texas on the Kennedy assassination. So I'll leave that up to people like people like Jim Mars. But when I look at the Kennedy assassination, uh, like the moon landing or like 9-11, it's one of those, those key cornerstone so-called conspiracies. But just because it's a conspiracy doesn't mean that it's, that it's made up, that it's, you know, that it's simply, you know, there it's existing to lead people astray. It, It doesn't, you know, this is what the media always wants us to think. If it's a UFO, it doesn't exist. If it's a UFO, you know, there's no such thing as UFOs. I mean, even even when, you know, the military goes so far as to say, well, we didn't identify it on radar, so it didn't exist. Or when, you know, airports, we didn't identify the UFO on radar, so it, it, it didn't happen, even though witnesses saw it. And it's just like simple, critical thinking, uh, you know, questions can just dispute that argument. Like, well, we have stealth aircraft that don't show up on radar. Does that mean the stealth aircraft don't exist? I mean, you'd probably deny that to some countries, but how about here in the United States? How about when we have, you know, the development of stealth aircraft or the development of secretive aircraft at Area 51 during the Cold War? Uh, that was denied that those craft existed, and now it's public knowledge. But but see, it's t- it's been so long that it's almost like it wouldn't even matter if if you know documents and files on JFK were released. I was thinking because I read an article uh, just a few days ago about the uh, the JFK assassination records and how you know the White House said that we can't release these because of the COVID nineteen pandemic. That's officially what the White House said, and and you know former President Trump was going to release those records and then. He backtracked on that and said, no, we can't do that in 2018 for national security reasons. The White House says that they can't do this because the National Archives and Records Administration, they need more time to put this together, and they'd like to put it into a digital format. And I I imagine that when those records finally come out, they are going to be a keen to the UAP report. It's going to be a lot of hype. It's going to be decades of investigation by independent researchers, documentarians, radio hosts, etc., FOIA requests, and it's going to culminate in pretty much, you know, the same thing we already knew or the same thing that we suspected to be true. It's not going to result in any big revelation. It's going to be the same old, same old, whether it's Kennedy or it's UFOs or it's 9-11 or whatever it might be. It's going to be somebody covering their ass. It's going to be whitewashed. And it's things are going to be reclassified under different names so they don't fall under the release of, you know, UFO documents or the Kennedy, you know, files or whatever it might be. And, you know, when you look at these types of things on the surface, you look at the Kennedy assassination on the surface, it's like it's 
it's it's it's a tragedy. It's a political thing. It's a it's a historical thing. But there's more to it than that. And that's how it's like with any conspiracy. There's always more to it. Like most people don't know that there was a communion-like ritual performed by Apollo astronauts before they stepped on the moon. That's official. That happened. But that won't be told or it will be mocked and laughed at if you were to discuss that in you know, most college or high school classrooms or with your friends. They'd make fun of you. They'd mock you. But that's official. Apollo astronauts did that. Why? There's a deeper meaning behind it. There's a reason why uh, Apollo and you know, Saturn and all these different gods and goddesses are, are utilized in NASA programs and, you know, in military projects with code names because it has a magical power to it. And it's no coincidence that in Kennedy's assassination, you have the killing of the king. You have the killing of King Arthur. His administration was even known as Camelot, as a lot of you know. So, you have these mythologies and these archetypes and these symbols that are woven together. And when you look at those, you realize, well, certainly there's more than a quote unquote conspiracy or a conspiracy theory. There is a ritual that has been carried out. And there's a purpose behind that ritual that goes far beyond perhaps the official and even unofficial reasonings that John F. Kennedy was assassinated at Daly Plaza back in the early 60s. This is the 50th anniversary, and, you know, just humor me for a second. The 50th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination today, what is 5 plus 8? 5 plus 8 is 13. Just think about that for a second. There's that number 13. That number 13, like 3 and 12 and 32 and 33, it comes up a lot. In fact, if you think about the date, 11-22, 11-22 is the date of the assassination. What is 11 plus 22? It's 33. So you have 13 and 33 this year. Now, the 13 for this year doesn't necessarily have any significant meaning until you consider a couple of really interesting things that have occurred in the last few weeks. For example, just a few days ago, two of the three killers of Malcolm X were exonerated. One of them has died, but the other one has been exonerated. And not only were there three killers, but they were exonerated just a few days before the Kennedy assassination anniversary. And a few weeks ago, the man who shot Reagan, John Hinckley, was set to be released at 67 years old. Of course, 6 plus 7 is 13. And if you maybe heard any of the, uh, any of the broadcasts that I did on uh, another radio station on Saturday morning, I talked about a shooting in Aurora, Colorado. Aurora, Colorado, of course, was the site of the James Holmes shooting. And Aurora, Colorado was the site of a shooting of six people just over a week ago. And on the 19th of November, Friday night, there was another shooting, Friday during the day, another shooting in Aurora, Colorado at Hinckley High School. Three people were injured. Three people were injured in this shooting and even the time stamp of the shooting. They mention the number 3, 3 p.m. If you look at the shooting, the headline actually is pretty telling. Three students shot in parking lot of Hinkley High School in Aurora. All the students were released by 3 p.m. So I just wound that up backwards. Let's play it forward. Aurora shooting, 3 p.m. 
people shot in the parking lot of Hinckley High School. John Hinckley is now set to be released at the age of 67. That is 13, 6 plus 7. That happens a few weeks before two of the three Malcolm X killers are exonerated in New York. Two of the three killers exonerated. Malcolm X was killed in the mid-1960s, and probably the most famous assassination, John F. Kennedy, the anniversary was just six days after the Malcolm X killers were exonerated. November 22, 1963, the assassination of John F. Kennedy, making this 2021 the 58th anniversary. 5 plus 8 is 13, and the date, 1122, equals 33. So you see these 3s and 13s and 33s come up time and time again. That's just the numerological angle of all of this. If you start to look at the mythology and the archetypes, you'll see that there's a lot more than just the assassination of a president. There's the assassination of Arthur, the the destruction of Camelot. There's the assassination of an icon, of a symbol that means a lot more than the president. That means, you know, uh, you know, there's archetypes and, and mythology and things that are involved that are powerful. I mean, just the simple fact there were actually three other people arrested that morning. And, uh, you know, the story of these three other people being arrested for the possible connection to Kennedy's assassination, very, very similar to the three criminals who killed Hiram Abiff in the temple. And the symbol of the sun at the highest point, the high point of the sun, the most high, and that connection to the time of when Kennedy was killed, All of this comes together in an incredible, symbolic, mythological story. All of which we're going to talk about here on The Secret Teachings tonight. I hope that you stay with us. Tonight's show is going to be pretty powerful. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. After years and years of research, I compiled most of the important components of what I learned into three books. Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, and Occult Arcana. And by happenstance, those books turned into a trilogy that can be, but doesn't need to be, read in order. Food Philosophy explores the nature of what it means to be healthy, while examining the ways in which the public is deceived about their food and water. It also explores disease theories and why astronomical events like comets may be more responsible for illnesses than pathogens. It concludes with a look at geoengineering. The technological elixir picks up where the food book leaves off. It explores technology with its benefits and dangers, looking at smart tech, 
the Internet of Things, advanced robotics and quantum computers. The text takes us through the mark of the beast, magic, and the music industry, focusing heavily on material death cults and pacts with the devil, and of course black goo. It concludes with an analysis of UFO cults and an otherworldly or dimensional presence influencing mankind through technology. Occult Arcana is truly standalone as an encyclopedia of occult knowledge, covering theology, science, and mythology, symbolism, ritualism, and magic, voodoo, witchcraft, talismans, nursery rhymes, alchemy, and more. Occult Arcana ties it all together. All three books are available in digital form, and they are autographed, if you'd like, in paperback. Just visit thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews and buy yourself a copy or two today. Whether for yourself, family, or friends, they make a wonderful gift for the holidays, something that we explore in detail in the Occult Arcana book. Again, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. Food philosophy, the technological elixir, and Occult Arcana are my books. I hope you get a copy and support the show today. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening. Back in October of last month, the White House announced that they were delaying the declassification of the JFK assassination records. They cited the COVID-19 pandemic. The National Archives said that they just need more time. The White House claims that the National Archives and Records Administration concluded that because of the pandemic, it requires more time to consult with government agencies to determine how much more information about the 1963 assassination can be released. According to a memo from the White House in late October, the archivists of the United States have told the White House that, quote, making these decisions is a matter that requires a professional, scholarly, and orderly process, not decisions or releases made in haste, quote, unquote. It's funny, they were prepared to release the documents in 2018, and then President Trump backtracked on that promise. And then the White House is saying that we still can't release those documents because even though we were prepared to release them again, we just can't make these decisions in haste. 
Now, obviously, if somebody's keeping something a secret, people think, well, if it's a secret, they must have something to hide. Sometimes I think that secrets are kept that aren't really secrets, and it makes people feel as if there's something to hide that there really isn't. And that, of course, cultivates more outlandish, wilder conspiracies. And it takes the attention, it takes the heat, it draws the heat off of those parties that are responsible. Now, although people like Oliver Stone have been very vocal about the assassination of John F. Kennedy, his famous movie back in the 1990s on JFK, and he said that the CIA killed John F. Kennedy, that's his belief. I don't hear a lot of people saying that kind of thing anymore. I mean, old school radio people, old school researchers, people like yourself probably, but you know, newer generations know virtually nothing about John F. Kennedy. What newer generations know about is John F. Kennedy Jr. Newer generations think that John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to come out of, of some you know, pit somewhere and he's going to be walking lockstep with former President Trump and Trump's going to be president and John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to be vice president. I mean, I've heard this for the last like five to six years. That's all the the newer generation can talk about. John F. Kennedy Jr., John F. Kennedy Jr. Why? Because QAnon told them on Reddit, on 8chan or 4chan or whatever the chans are. That's why people think John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to return. John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to return. And the first time, okay, it's cute. The second time... I don't know what people are talking about. The third or fourth time, it's a pattern of disinformation. It's a pattern of intentionally misinforming and disinforming the public through social media and through groups that are being used probably by intelligence agencies to spread that kind of disinfo. And while some people in the general public think John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to come back, look at that. There's a picture of him on Instagram. I had so many people show me there's a picture of John F. Kennedy Jr. on Instagram. He's alive. And I said, where's the proof? And they show me the picture. And it's a guy in a suit with his back turned towards the camera. And I thought, I could take that picture. What, what, what makes you think that's John F. Kennedy Jr.? Look at the way he's standing. I mean, that is a proud man. That is a Kennedy right there. And I just think there are literally more conspiracies that are outlandish but more believable about the JFK assassination than there, is, than there are about John F. Kennedy Jr. being alive and then somehow teaming up with President Trump, and then the people start talking about time travel and wormholes. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. When I try to figure it out, I realize pretty quickly I'm not supposed to figure out or understand what's going on. Uh, It's supposed to be confusing. It's supposed to be a mockery. Uh, And that's why you get articles like this, November 19th from the Dallas Morning News. I'm sure you can round up about a dozen of them this morning on the anniversary of Kennedy's assassination that talk about conspiracies. The Dallas Morning News says conspiracy theories have never been more prevalent or more toxic or more bizarre and outrageously stupid. People thinking that the weather can be controlled, people thinking that, you know, the terrorist attacks on 9-11 were, were staged or people thinking that Kennedy was killed by someone or something other than Oswald. I mean, these are outlandish conspiracies. But you see what they do in the Dallas Morning News. The first thing they do is they don't do any research. The second thing they do is they pull in all those Reddit, John F. Kennedy Jr. QAnon posts, and they use them as fuel to discredit 
true, honest investigation, true, honest questioning, even on an individual level, of things that deserve to be questioned. When I've got paramedics filling microwave fields a mile from the World Trade Center complex, and I've got Building 7 collapsing into its own footprint, it wasn't even hit by a plane, when all 47, I believe, of the main structural columns of that building collapsed simultaneously, officially, I think I have reason to ask questions. I think I have reason to believe it wasn't jet fuel that made dissimilar materials fuse together like paper and metal or coins fuse together. They're in the, the, the archives at the museum. I think it's uh, one of the museums. I think it's in New York City. They've got some of that material there. That doesn't happen from jet fuel. I mean, that happens from exotic technologies. That happens from microwave fields. That doesn't happen from jet fuel. But we're not allowed to ask that question because if you believe in that, then you must also believe that the government can control the weather. You know, Kennedy talked about weather control back in the 60s. You know, governments have come together for decades and said we won't use weather control as a weapon of war. Of course, weather control is hard to prove, but that doesn't stop the Dallas Morning News from claiming that because QAnon believers, this is a quote, early November, scores of QAnon believers, whatever that means, even QAnon, but they believe what? They believe that QAnon's a thing. Of course, it's a thing. It's a scam. But QAnon believers descended on Daily Plaza, as the Dallas Morning News had reported, and they quote themselves. I love how they, I love how news agencies they quote themselves as a reference. That's what David Wilcock does. He quotes himself as a reference. And they, they descended on Daily Plaza, you know, dis, and they use that word descended like it's some kind of invasion. In the hopes that John F. Kennedy Jr. would appear, heralding the reinstatement of Donald Trump as president. And it's like, I don't know what that means. I don't think it's supposed to mean anything. But it's supposed to imply to most readers that, of course, Oswald killed Kennedy. Because anybody who asks questions, like those extra gunshots or the bullet nick on the sidewalk, or Kennedy's goal to splinter and, and, and separate the CIA. Not only that, but his interested, uh, interest in UFOs and things of this nature. I mean, those things couldn't be other reasons, perhaps, he was assassinated. It, it was probably, you know, Oswald, just because in 2021, QAnon believers think JFK Jr. is going to come back at Daily Plaza. You know, it's like they think that this secretive, you know, this secretive group of people have been keeping all this concealed. And, and, and JFK Jr. has been alive the whole time. And they've been keeping all this information concealed. And they release it on, on social media. And you on YouTube can figure it out. But the CIA and other intelligence agencies and, and, the, and the evil bad people, they can't figure it out, right? You can figure it out, but they can't figure it out. No, they're the ones running it. It's a scam. And it's meant to divert honest investigation into things like the Kennedy assassination. And we don't need government records. In my opinion, I don't think we need government records on the Kennedy assassination any more than we need government records on UAPs. We've got enough documentation, thank you, from the United States military, from you know militaries around the world, from the Soviet Union, even from China for that matter. We have enough information to know that there's something going on in the sky there are things that have intruded, that have incurred upon military installations, secret or otherwise, sometimes classified missions, you know, nuclear weapons, atomic energy installations. We know something's going on. We don't need a UAP report. I don't even need the, the chief of NASA uh, or the, the, the defense intelligence 
community or a new bureau for investigating UFOs. These are all things that are happening. Finally acknowledging, yeah, UFOs might be from somewhere else. We don't need all that. We already knew all that. And the UAP report told us nothing we didn't already know. Same thing with these JFK files. I, I guarantee you, if those files were released, it'll just be the same exact thing with the UAP report. You're going to get more information in the Crossfire book that the researcher, journalist, and author Jim Mars wrote. It's the definitive book on the Kennedy assassination. You're going to learn more from that book than you're going to learn from any government records that are dumped because you know they're going to classify or reclassify certain things. They're going to scrub certain things. Nothing that is of importance or significance that, that, that is beyond implication is going to be released. And here's the thing. You don't need that information. What we need is to look at the evidence that already exists, and then we need to look at information that goes beyond that evidence. Information that is more synchronistic. Information that is patterned. Information that is numerological. Information that is esoteric. 1122, the date that Kennedy was killed. 11 plus 22 equals 33. Now, I'm not a word or a number gymnastics expert, but I know that 11 plus 22 equals 33. I know that the 58th anniversary this year of the Kennedy assassination, 5 plus 8 equals 13. Those numbers are insignificant to the average person. Okay, you know, 7 plus 4 equals 11. So what's your point? Well, the point is, the significance of the same numbers appearing over and over and over and over and over again around major events, around major locations, around important players on the chessboard. There was a shooting in Aurora, Colorado, just before the weekend. Three people were shot at Hinckley High School. Not only is Aurora the location of the James Holmes shooting, where 13 people not to mention a Lil Wayne music video that essentially predicted the 13 people in the movie theater, the different skeletons in the movie theater, people being shot. But Aurora, Colorado is now the scene of another shooting, and it was at a Hinckley High School, and just a few days before the Kennedy assassination anniversary. It might seem coincidental. Look at that number again, three, at Hinckley High School. Just a few weeks ago, in late September... NPR reported that John Hinckley, spelled differently but sounds the same, John Hinckley is going to be released next year in 2022 at the age of 67. 6 plus 7 is, of course, 13. Two days before the Aurora shooting where three people were shot at Hinckley High School, you know that three people supposedly shot and killed Malcolm X back in the 60s Two of those three people, one of which is dead, two of those three people were exonerated in New York just a couple of days before the 58th, that's 13, anniversary of the JFK assassination on 11-22, which is 33. Now, if you're still asking, well, what does that all, what does that all mean? Like, what's the punchline? There's got to be some other meaning. Here's the other meaning. The atomic bombs that were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki were both dropped very close to the 33rd parallel. Very close to the 33rd parallel. In fact, uh, White Sands 
New Mexico, White Sands testing range in New Mexico, where the atom bomb was first detonated, is near the 33rd parallel. Wars have been fought on the 33rd parallel. You know, when President Bush ordered the launch of American missiles to begin the military drive to Baghdad, Baghdad is directly on the 33rd parallel. Baghdad's ancient name was Babylon. I'm sure you know quite a bit about Babylon. Babylon. John F. Kennedy, 1122, that's 33. He was assassinated at the tip of the pyramid at Daly Plaza, very close to the 33rd parallel. And if you look at Daly Plaza today, I've been there, there is an obelisk which is cut into 14 pieces and placed just a few feet where Kennedy was shot. That's important because in Osirian mythology, in Egyptian mythology, the king, the green god Osiris, was cut into 14 pieces and scattered all over the earth so that he would not hold power and his brother, Set or Seth could obtain power of Egypt and thus the world. That's the mythology of Osiris. Why? Why put an obelisk there and put it in 14 pieces nonetheless? If it was just an obelisk, okay. Cutting it into 14 pieces and the killing of a king when Kennedy's court was nicknamed Camelot, Kennedy was in effect King Arthur, assassinating the king, essentially on the 33rd parallel, and then placing a 14-piece obelisk where he was killed. That is not coincidental. That's not even a conspiracy. That is ritual, my friends. Osiris is used for a number of different things. Remember George Floyd? Personally, I didn't know George Floyd, but from the violent assault and the robbery and the pornography and the fentanyl in his system that gave him a heart attack, according to the official report, George Floyd probably wasn't really a great stand-up guy in the community. But when he was laid to rest, this black man who was turned into a god by the media, no question, no doubt about it, was placed into a golden coffin for the ritual ceremony of his celebration of his life, I guess, of his death. So you have a black god placed into a golden coffin. That is how Osiris was killed, or at least his brother said attempted to kill him in the Egyptian myth. The black god, also known as the green man, fertile soil for black, green for agriculture, also god of the underworld. That's how Osiris was placed into the golden coffin and then set onto, by set, the Nile River. This is all ritualistic. Sirhan Sirhan, who killed Robert Kennedy in 1968, killed him near the 33rd parallel. Of course, the route out of the hotel was changed at the last minute, in the same way that Kennedy's route was chain- changed in Dallas. The Waco compound. Remember Waco, David Koresh? 33rd parallel, or very near the 33rd parallel. David Koresh died at 33 years old, as did Jesus Christ, as did Alexander the Great. 
Maybe they didn't die at 33, Jesus in particular. Maybe this was part of an initiation into a secret order, as 33 is the supposed highest order number in the Freemasonic or the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. The space shuttle Columbia broke up over the 33rd parallel. I mean, you start looking at these connections and you realize it's not really coincidental. The 33rd parallel is also famously the location where the Roswell crash took place. The Roswell crash, of course, resulting in not only new technologies, but perhaps alien bodies. Alien bodies that John F. Kennedy was taken to see during his presidency. One of the things that perhaps was responsible for his assassination. Personally, I think the intelligence community killed John F. Kennedy in the same way I think the intelligence community killed Jeffrey Epstein. And now we're about to see that Ghislaine Maxwell trial, and I would imagine that there won't be as much interest in that as there was in Kyle Rittenhouse. We're more interested in why a guy would use a gun to defend himself and how that's horrible, you can't have guns, while we're ignoring the Aubrey trial in Georgia, ignoring the Supreme Court case involving a New York gun law that is probably going to be struck down, and ignoring the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, which could indict any number of powerful household-named wealthy elitists involved in child trafficking, sex cults. And you notice, Ghislaine Maxwell, that trial's about to go, go down, and it's like people are still thinking Epstein didn't kill himself. Q told me on Reddit, Q told me that JFK Jr. was going to come back. Q told me about the child trafficking. I mean, I'm one of literally hundreds of shows for, for years, we've talked about human trafficking, child trafficking, sex cults, you know, cults that deal with children, trafficking children. And, you know, I've been removed from networks because of that. And then it's like QAnon says it, and suddenly it's a big thing. Q said, the 17th letter said, and all the, all the Q prophets that come and go like that slimeball Jordan Sather, they come, they make their money, and they leave. They're like the... They're like the bugs on a bug's life. They come, they eat, they leave. They come, they disinform, they misinform, they make their money, and then they get out of the business. It's all counterintelligence run by intelligence agencies. That's what QAnon is. That's what a lot of that stuff on Reddit is. That's what your Sathers and your Wilcox are. Even if you have genuine people, they get consumed and absorbed by this. And people that once used to ask, how could Oswald have killed Kennedy? How is it possible that these are the pictures from the moon? How is it possible that jet fuel brought down a third building that wasn't even hit by a jet? You ask those questions, and you do that today, and you must believe in Q. Even 20 years ago you did that. You were a conspiracy theorist, but at least people might listen to you. Intelligence agents have found ways, agencies have found ways now with disinformation to make the earth flat again. To make the sun and the moon little light bulbs in the sky. To make Oswald the sole responsible party for killing John F. Kennedy. It doesn't matter the ritualistic, archetypical, mythological, symbolic components of his assassination. What matters is Oswald killed him because if you don't believe Oswald killed him, you must believe that QAnon has this secret information and QAnon 
knows that John F. Kennedy Jr. is still alive. And it's just gullible people that get consumed by it, and then some of them realize this is a scam when Jr. doesn't come out, and then another generation of QAnon supporters find Q, uh, you know, find these predictions, and it's like, well, next year, 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 it'll happen. I was told in 2017 it would happen, 18, 19, 20. It's like years, and it's never happened, and people still follow. They still wear their Q shirts. You still got morons waving giant Q flags. Q, Q, Q. It's like Q the disinformation. That's what Q stands for. Q the disinfo. I mean, I, I go as far as to thinking Q is a, is a self-organizing collective intelligence. I think Q is partially AI. That's why the CIA had that big uh, 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 intelligence conference called NQTEL. QTEL, Q intelligence, NQTEL, where they talked about machines learning what you want and then feeding you what you want, becoming conscious and aware. NQTEL, the IBM quantum computer, the Q computer in a black box, that's what's feeding us this disinformation. Oh, it also doesn't matter all the similarities between presidential assassinations that, you know, Kennedy and Lincoln share. Do you know that Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846? Kennedy was elected to Congress in 1946, 100 years between. Lincoln was president of the United States, elected in 1860, Kennedy in 1960. John Wilkes Booth, who shot Lincoln, was born in 1839. Lee Harvey Oswald, who supposedly shot Kennedy, was born in 1939. Both of their presidential successors were named Johnson. Lincoln's successor, Andrew Johnson, born in 1808. Kennedy's successor, Lyndon Johnson, born in 1908. Lincoln's secretary was named Kennedy, and Kennedy's secretary was named Lincoln. Both men were shot on a Friday. Both were shot in the head. Both were shot in the presence of their wives. And the synchronistic patterns continue from there. So what does all of this mean? You can say, yeah, it's a conspiracy yeah, I believe Oswald killed Kennedy. Yeah, that's crazy if you don't think Oswald killed Kennedy. You must think John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to come back and Trump's going to be president. You can think all those things. You can read the books and watch the documentaries, and you can actually become informed on the subject. You know, Or you could do all that. You could become informed, and then you could see that there's even more. There's more than just declassified documents or still classified documents. There's, there's more than autopsy reports. There's more than, than photographs. There's more than circumstantial evidence. There's evidence of something that is more ritualistic. There's evidence that Kennedy, King Arthur, Camelot was assassinated in a similar way to how kings used to be assassinated. The ritual killing of the king. The killing of the king and then the communion that would follow. The significance of the times and the dates and the locations, the 33rd parallel, the date, 11-22-33, the anniversary of this year is 5 plus 8, that's 13, which makes it even more interesting that two of the three Malcolm X killers have been exonerated. One of them is dead. John Hinckley is now going to be released at the age of 67, 6 plus 7 is 13. And then Aurora... Colorado was the site of a three-person shooting at Hinckley High School. Hinckley, Hinckley, Malcolm X, 
JFK, assassinations, and then Aurora, James Holmes, Aurora, Colorado. That all related, as you've heard on many shows in the past, to the Olympics. I did a show earlier this year during the Olympics in Japan, in Tokyo. That was back in July 2021, called a Grand Climax from Zion to Tokyo. And we talked about the 2012 Olympics in London, and we talked about the Olympics in Tokyo. And around that time, a shooting took place at a movie theater in Corona, California. Remember that? Three days prior, on the 23rd of July, a police officer in Aurora, Colorado, assaulted a man on a trespassing call. Although the suspect identified himself as black, people took to the streets in an ongoing series of purges around the United States that were ongoing since 2020, uh, the year 2020. Riots and looting increased over uh, you know, issues of social concern. July 23rd was also the opening ceremony of the Tokyo Olympics. And what's interesting is that July 20th of 2012, going back to those Olympics in London, we saw a movie theater shooting in Aurora, Colorado by James Holmes seven days later. On the 27th was the opening ceremony of those Olympics, where the torch was carried by Kelly Holmes, and the cauldron was lit by seven athletes. Seven days before the closing ceremony of these games, a shooting took place in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, where seven people died. The shooter lived on Holmes Avenue. You know, these connections, these synchronistic patterns are not coincidences. They're not you know, uh, you know, things that are accidents. At the very least, we have to acknowledge, the very least, we have to acknowledge that what's happening here is the green code running down the computer screens in the matrix. We're seeing the numbers and the letters and the symbols and the archetypes and the myths and the rituals and the magic that dominates our world that controls our world, that controls the mind, the subconscious and the unconscious. And we're watching people who understand that utilize that information to carry out these rituals for control and for power, whether it's intelligence agencies or it's the royal family and the assassination of Lady Diana. It's all coming from the same esoteric book. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please subscribe to the archive at thesecretteachings.info to get access to all the shows, the montages, and more. Check us out on Patreon. And we've uh, made about half of our Escape from New York fundraiser now, 500 out of $1,000. If you have the means, please donate a few dollars to help us escape from New York and take the studio to another place. We're looking down there in the southwest at Arizona. Thank you all who have donated and supported this show. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana? 
complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. People ask me every day what they can do to take control of their life in the face of an onslaught of misleading information and outright lies. I always tell them to take control of what they put in their body, including clean water. I personally used a Pro One water filter long before the company became Pro One. And after a few years, I decided to get an affiliate program set up for the show. Here's how it works. Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Pro One water filter link on the slider bar at the top of the page. Whatever you purchase on their website, we get a small percentage. It's an honest and beneficial way to support the secret teachings and yourself. They've got water filters for the kitchen, dorm room, and even shower heads so things like chlorine don't become vaporized in the hot shower and inhaled. They make a great gift for yourself, your family, or your friends, and especially a great gift around the holy days. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the banner, support Pro One, and support the secret teachings five nights a week on The Fringe FM. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. It's like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from Talk Stream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. This is John B. Wells of Caravan to Midnight, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from 
Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from WhatOnEarthIsHappening.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world as we broadcast on the Fringe FM, fringe.fm and the Fringe FM application. You can also listen on TalkStream Live and the Paranormal Radio app. If you missed any of our previous broadcasts or you'd like to re-listen to those shows, you can stream and download those broadcasts. Some of them are free on the website. I change them out on occasion. The entire archive, though, along with our montages and my digital books, is subscription-based, and that is how we support this show. When you subscribe for one year, you get access to all of that and more, and you get a free copy of one of my books, autographed if you'd like, and it is uh, shipped free as well, so you don't have to pay for shipping. It's part of the price of the yearly subscription. We also have our Patreon account with behind-the-scenes content. A couple of different options over on Patreon. It's $15 for the month, per month, and then you get access to behind-the-scenes as well. So it's kind of a consolidated subscription package that is on Patreon. The links for all of it on our website at thesecretteachings.info. And I'd like to once again thank all of you sincerely who have donated to our fundraiser to move the studio we were looking to raise $1,000. We've raised about $500. So I really, really, really sincerely, truly, and honestly want to thank you for donating to the broadcast, whether it's $20 or it's $50. A few people donated uh, $80 or $100. That is what keeps us on air, and that is what's going to get us uh, out of New York. The Escape from New York fundraiser is going to get us uh, down to the southwest to a better climate, for a lot of different reasons, and it's just a better place to do radio. Something magical about the desert. There's something magical about uh, radio in the desert, so I'm very excited about that. Thank you so much for supporting us, and all of you who have bought water filters as well. We've sold a, a good number of water filters last month, and we made like $101.40, so we sold probably uh, close to you know, seven, eight water filters, through Pro One Water Filters, that's fantastic. Uh, really, because you get something else that's going to last you, uh, you know, a very long time that purifies your water. So I appreciate you supporting our affiliate sponsors as well. www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact the show, R D G A B L E R D Gable at yahoo.com. Today is the anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. The John F. Kennedy assassination, Daly Plaza, Texas, 1963, November 22nd, 
1963. It is the 58th anniversary of that 11-22-1963 date, and it comes right on the heels of two of the three killers of Malcolm X being exonerated. Three shooters, three killers, two of the three exonerated now in New York City. One of them is dead. Just a few days before the 13th, or the 58th anniversary, but the 13th, that number again, anniversary of the Kennedy assassination, 5 plus 8 is 13, 11 plus 22 is 33. And this comes just a few weeks after John Hinckley, who tried to kill President Reagan, is set to be released at 67, 6 plus 7 is 13. In the midst of all of this, just before the weekend, there was a shooting in Aurora, Colorado. Three people were injured at Hinkley High School. Hinkley High School, Hinkley, John Hinkley, to be released at 67, that's 13. Three shooters of Malcolm X, two of three now exonerated. Just a few days before the 58th anniversary, 5 plus 8 is 13. Of the 11, 22, 11 plus 22 is 33. 1963 assassination of President Kennedy. Those are the types of things that when it comes to so-called conspiracies, when it comes to so-called conspiracy theories, usually interest me a little bit more. Not because they tell us who killed Kennedy, not because they tell us any more details about the actual case, except that there's some synchro, mystical, mythological, archetypical code with numbers and letters, which are symbols, that, that is the undercurrent of everything that happens around us, of nature, of, of, of major events. I mean, I think it's the reason why big stories get talked about in the news and become big stories when they're not as big of a story. When people get shot every single day, and you have a shooting at a school that gets most of the airtime. A lot of reasons for that. But, you know, when you think about it, we talked back in July of this year about some shootings that took place in California and uh, a police officer assaulting a man in Colorado. And these two shootings, uh, this shooting and this assault, were interesting because the shooting took place at a Corona, California movie theater. Corona, California. And this was three days prior to a police officer in Aurora, Colorado, assaulting a man on a trespassing call. Aurora is the location of the James Holmes shooting back around the time of the 2012 Olympics in London. And now we have another Aurora, Colorado event this year, right before the Tokyo Olympics, because the opening day was July 23rd, 2021 the opening of those Olympics. If you go back to the James Holmes shooting, July 20th, 2012, seven days later on the 27th was the opening ceremony of the London Olympics. A torch to light the cauldron was carried by Kelly Holmes. The cauldron was lit by seven young athletes. Seven days before the closing ceremony of the Games, another shooting took place in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Seven people died, and the shooter lived on Holmes Avenue. The 2012 Aurora shooting took place during a showing of the Dark Knight Rises movie. The Corona, California shooting took place during a showing of The Purge, which is important considering what's been going on the last 
two years and the riots and stuff starting back in 2020. It's interesting in The Dark Knight Rises, there's a strike zone listed on the map targeting the area called Sandy Hook. December 14th of 2012 saw the Sandy Hook shooting by Adam Lanza. And then when we talked about the Olympics, it was really interesting this year because of the dates and the movie that came out in 1988 called Akira. All of that relating to the Olympics, 2012 Olympics back in uh, 2012. That was uh, a really weird series of events all centered around Zion. Zion, the city of God. You know, from Zion, we get vision. Zion, vision. And um, people have said that the 2012 Olympics predicted the so-called COVID-19 pandemic. Remember that? Because of some of the imagery at those Olympics. Well, when you think about it, think about this for a second. Zion, Zion. There's those, that William Blake poem about the, uh, the kingdom the new Jerusalem being built in England's green and pleasant land. You know, the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, a run in part by Prince Charles, the Red Dragon of Windsor, and they wish to reset the world and establish a new kingdom. We saw the Red Dragon consume the child birthed from the woman of Revelations in the murder of Princess Diana and what was likely a fetus growing inside of her. We saw the ritual carried out by the induction of the inducing of uh, Prince William on the summer solstice. Zion is to be built by the empire of the dragon. The empire of the dragon is the crown, the corona, and it will be run by the antichrist and false prophets. The false light, of course, is Lucifer, Venus, or Isis, associated with soap debt, soap debt, that's how you pronounce it, soap debt, or Sirius, the dog star. Anubis is the black dog, and therefore when he rises, as well on the 20th or the 23rd of July, we find the Dark Knight rising to bring about the forever purge, forged in blood, ritual magic, and sacrifice of the innocent performed through the biggest sporting event in the world, the Olympics. This is stuff that we talked about earlier this year. And in the middle of all of that, You have the royal family, you have Lady Diana, and you have her death, all of which aligns suspiciously and kind of scarily with revelations in the Bible. You have Prince Charles and Prince William, both with the name Arthur in their full names, both of which could assume assume the throne very soon. They could ascend to the throne within, uh, you know, a matter of days with the, the the health of the queen. And they could use the name Arthur, even if they didn't use the name Arthur officially. Charles and or William, Charles could hold the throne for, for a short period of time, would have the title of Arthur in the name. They, they'd be essentially the king of England, King Arthur, that would bring divinity to the throne because the royals think that they are descended from the bloodline of Christ. Prince Charles and Queen Elizabeth II claim to be of the bloodline of Christ and Mary Magdalene, and they believe that Jesus and Mary had a number of children together, and that this holy bloodline 
gives themselves the the the, the rightful throne of Jeru- of of Jerusalem, of the New Jerusalem or Zion. They believe that uh you know the holy seat of David is going to preside over the new messianic kingdom of Israel and the world. This is the kingdom of the Antichrist, and it's interesting because Prince William was born in the summer solstice. If you read your Bible, you'll know that he is in Luke one thirty two. He is to be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, except in the case of the royals, they're not really of the house of David. They're not even, you know, they're not even English. They're they're German. It's a false kingdom. It's fraudulent. That is the kingdom of the Antichrist. And, you know, we talked about the Ouija board last week. We did a, you know, a big show with uh with Clyde on Friday on Ground Zero, uh, Doctor's Orders. I did a show before that called Heldor's House Call. Both of those shows did really well. And uh, Dr. Heldor on the Ouija board told Clyde and I something uh, very similar. Uh, he told Clyde some additional information, like watch your P's and Q's, which Clyde interpreted to be popes and queens, because we know that the pope... And the Queen are both sick, and the President of the United States of America is also kind of sick. And we know that when you look at the President, that's the Washington, D.C. branch of the three major world power centers. That's the military might, and then the Queen is, you know, London, the financial might, and then you have, you, uh, you know, you have your Pope and your Vatican, the religious center. And then if you read the Bible further, you'll read, you know, about the Antichrist, and uh, in Daniel 7, 8, it says that those three major horns will be plucked and replaced by a single horn. That single horn, the baby horn, the small horn, is the horn of the Antichrist. You know, it's, it's just interesting because there's a, there's a strange parallel between the assassination of John F. Kennedy and the murder of Princess Diana or the accidental death of Princess Diana. And it would seem that both have this connection to the eschaton, uh, this connection to revelations that goes far beyond the reason that Oswald or the CIA or the mob would assassinate John F. Kennedy or would kill Lady Diana, you know, in the case of British intelligence, in the case of the royal family. You know, Diana was killed as the goddess Diana and died around midnight. You know, she went to the hospital, surgery was performed, they, they quote-unquote couldn't save her. Diana gives birth to William and Harry. William is born in the summer solstice, and it is the extension of the, of the, of the light of Luna, the light of Diana or Artemis, that comes Eos or Aurora, which is the false light, which takes control of the world, the worldly kingdom of the Antichrist that will reign for seven years but then will be cut short to three and a half as judgment is brought upon his empire. Aurora is what Clyde and I were told is the Antichrist. Aurora, Colorado, comes up in the news again last week. We have a shooting in Aurora. Three people are shot at Hinkley High School. John Hinckley now is going to be released at 67. 6 plus 7 is 13. 
two of the three Malcolm X killers, one of which is dead, are going to be exonerated. And they already have been in the media. And, and, and according to uh, reports uh, from New York City, they've been officially exonerated. And now this is the 58th anniversary today of the JFK assassination. 5 plus 8 is 13. 11 plus 22 is 33. The, the synchro mysticism, the, the numerology, the, the archetypes, the ritual, that is more evident and in some ways perhaps more important than figuring out whether Princess Diana died because of the paparazzi or if Oswald killed Kennedy. Those are really important things, but I think you can find the evidence of that and, and, and the proof that there was something else responsible and there were other reasons for the ritualistic nature of the deaths of these two people when you look into the world of the esoteric, when you look into the world of the occult. Plus, you have active disinformation campaigns going back to the Kennedy assassination and the Warren Commission, which were intended to discredit investigations outside of the Warren Commission. In fact, I have a copy right here of the official dispatch from the CIA on conspiracy theories and how those conspiracy theories could be countered. Now, a lot of people say this is a, you know, this is a document from the CIA that says conspiracy theories, you know, or the words conspiracy theories or conspiracy theory could be used to discredit people. And in a sense, that is exactly what this document is. But the document specifically states that the aim of this dispatch is to provide material for countering and discrediting the claims of the conspiracy theorists so as to inhibit the circulation of such claims in other countries. And then it provides information about the Warren Report, its criticism of the Warren Report and how to counter that criticism of the Warren Report, how to counter so-called conspiracy theorists. So, in essence, it does suggest that if you question the Warren Report, not only are you a conspiracy theorist, but that idea has spread to pretty much any official narrative where if you believe in UFOs or you believe that some of the photographs of the moon weren't accurate, that they were airbrushed or something, then you're, you're a conspiracy theorist. And that all gets, you know, gets the airtime because that's what the CIA ordered. That's what the mainstream media has ordered. It's become such a part of our, our, our society today, of our culture, that it's, it's used, you know, in a way that it doesn't even have, it doesn't have substance anymore. I don't even know what a conspiracy theorist is. It's like, I don't, I don't care what you call me. I want to know about the, 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 the inconsistencies in the Warren Commission. I, I would like to know why you have all these major events that take place right on or right near the 33rd parallel. Why these, these, these people, whether it's you know John Hinckley or the men that killed Malcolm X, supposedly, although they've been exonerated, or the date of the Kennedy assassination or the shooting in Aurora at Hinckley High School and all the things that have happened in Aurora. Um, you know, with the Olympics and James Holmes and the ritual before and after the Olympics in 2012, and then, you know, the so-called pandemic of the coronavirus. And, you know, some people say, well, hey, that was predicted at the 2012 Olympics. And then you've got, you know, right before the, the 2021 Olympics in, in Tokyo, which were delayed, just like the movie Akira, you've got movie theater shooting in Corona, California. Corona, that's the crown. And you have the crown essentially at the center of all of this. The crown 
kingdom, a false kingdom of the Antichrist, a family that claims to be of the bloodline of King David. They're not even, they're not even English, let alone of the bloodline of King David. They're German. Saxe Coburg Gotha. They're not Windsors. These are just made up names. It's a false kingdom. And then they and then they craft a family using Lady Diana as an incubator to get, you know, the birth of Prince William on the summer solstice so that he's aligned perfectly with the name Arthur to be the one that brings back the divinity of the kingdom who will then have the authority over all nations on the planet. I mean, this is this is the blueprint. This is the roadmap to the apocalypse, to Armageddon. This is the roadmap. Uh, this is the blueprint to or of the eschaton. This is the, the divine plan. This is the, the so-called end of the world. And it's being created, it's being generated, it's being cultivated by people who understand the symbols, who understand what they mean, who understand the archetypes. That's why Dr. Heldor on the board said, Aurora is the Antichrist. Aurora is artificial intelligence as well. Aurora is the sister of Apollo. Although Aurora is not the sister of Apollo, Artemis and Diana are the sisters of Apollo, the true light, an extension Something that comes out of Diana or Artemis is the true false light, the true Antichrist. What came out of Diana, who was named after the goddess, Prince William, born in the summer solstice? I mean, this, this is the key to understanding, in my view, world events. This is the key to understanding the esoteric and occult nature of world events. This is essentially, as far as I'm concerned, this is the cornerstone of the secret teachings. This is why I do what I do. So that we don't just talk about the guy on the grassy knoll. So we don't just talk about, you know, why the moon landing was fake because the flag moved a little bit. And why we don't also believe everything the Warren Commission says or everything that NASA says. We're going to look at all the details and we're going to look at them from an esoteric and occult perspective. So that we can see that below all of this is a blueprint, a roadmap, an agenda to manufacture the apocalypse, whether it's the killing of Diana or it's the assassination of John F. Kennedy, both were done, and so many more things were done and will continue to be done in the name of happenstance and coincidence, and they're really done by highly skilled magicians. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, bringing you health, history, symbolism, and of course, black goo, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Release the curtain. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books. Available in PDF and soft cover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. 
or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. People ask me every day what they can do to take control of their life in the face of an onslaught of misleading information and outright lies. I always tell them to take control of what they put in their body, including clean water. I personally used a Pro One water filter long before the company became Pro One. And after a few years, I decided to get an affiliate program set up for the show. Here's how it works. Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Pro One water filter link on the slider bar at the top of the page. Whatever you purchase on their website, we get a small percentage. It's an honest and beneficial way to support the secret teachings and yourself. They've got water filters for the kitchen, dorm room, and even shower heads so things like chlorine don't become vaporized in the hot shower and inhaled. They make a great gift for yourself, your family, or your friends, and especially a great gift around the holy days. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the banner, support Pro One, and support the secret teachings five nights a week on The Fringe FM. Listen to The Rogue Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. TLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Topher. You can find my music at tophertown.com. And right now you're listening to The Secret Teachings by Ryan Gable. Right here in my hands, I've got a copy of the dispatch from the Central Intelligence Agency countering criticism of the Warren Report, where it says the aim of this dispatch is to provide material for countering and discrediting the claims of the conspiracy theorists so as to inhibit the circulation of such claims in other countries. That is the famous or perhaps infamous dispatch from the CIA that a lot of people claim 
said something more along the lines of tell the media to use the words conspiracy theorists to describe anybody who disagrees with the official version of events for Kennedy's assassination and therefore anything that is contrary to official narrative must be a conspiracy theory. That's how that subject has evolved. That's not exactly what the dispatch says, but, you know, in a way, I guess it does say that because it says that we're looking at anybody who doesn't agree with the Warren Commission as a conspiracy theorist. They're theorizing that this was a conspiracy, and the Warren Commission found that it wasn't a conspiracy, although even if Lee Harvey Oswald killed Kennedy in the same manner that they said, Oswald had to have been involved in a conspiracy, Right? He had to have been involved in the conspiracy. He had to have conspired. He had to have thought about it. You know, that's the thing about conspiracies is that even the official version of events is usually a conspiracy. And we don't need to wait for those JFK records to come out to know that, uh, you know, one, John F. Kennedy was assassinated in a ritualistic fashion in Daly Plaza that day in 1963. We don't need those reports to come out to inform us that the assassination of John F. Kennedy is a huge, enormous scar in the history of the United States of America that just won't heal. It's picked at and picked at every year, every year, every year, every decade. Right now, 58 years later, and we're still picking at that scab, still trying to figure out what's underneath of it, what really killed Kennedy. I think that's the reason that the White House and the archives won't release the information on who or what killed Kennedy, because it's just easier to allow the public to continue to speculate. And now with Reddit and all the different chans, the 4chan and the 8chan and the QAnon conspiracies and JFK Jr.'s coming back with President Trump, all that now discredits even the honest questioning of who or what killed Kennedy. Why would they release those records now? They don't need to release those records. You know, honest, true, sincere questioning, journalism, investigation, and research has been replaced by counterintelligence like Q. It's been replaced with nonsense on YouTube and and, and real, you know, coincidences and synchronicities have been replaced with number gymnastics and just crazy outlandish claims with nothing to support them or back them up. We don't need that information. So we don't need the UAP report to tell us so many things that the UAP report didn't tell us. When we stop thinking that officialdom is going to give us all the answers after having kept all the answers from us, we realize all the things we were looking for, all the things we were trying to understand were really in front of us the whole time. The simple fact that there are inconsistencies in the Warren Commission means that when you hold a copy of the Warren Commission, like the 9-11 Commission, there are so many unanswered questions that ignorant people dismiss because, well, it's not in the final report. You know, such close-minded people that feel that way. In some cases, just outright brainwashed people that feel that way. That's sad. What would those people say if we were to tell them that John F. Kennedy had very strong relations to Abraham Lincoln? Even though Lincoln was a Republican, 
Lincoln and Kennedy share some strange commonalities. Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846, Kennedy in 1946. Lincoln was elected president in the year 1860 and Kennedy in the year 1960. I mean, just those two examples alone are are intriguing, to say the least. John Wilkes Booth, who shot Lincoln, was born in 1839. And Lee Harvey Oswald, who supposedly killed Kennedy, was born in 1939. Both of their presidential successors were named Johnson. Lincoln's, Andrew Johnson. Kennedy's, Lyndon Johnson. Furthermore, Andrew Johnson was born in 1808. Lyndon Johnson in 1908. Lincoln's secretary was named Kennedy, and Kennedy's secretary was named Lincoln. Both were shot on a Friday, both were shot in the head, and both were shot in the presence of their wives. John Wilkes Booth was shot 12 days after the assassination of Kennedy. Both Kennedy and Lincoln's killers, Booth, John Wilkes Booth, and Lee Harvey Oswald, were detained by men named Baker, and both killers were then killed from a single shot from a Colt revolver before being brought to trial. Those are strange and eerie similarities and synchronicities between John F. Kennedy and Abraham Lincoln. And those synchronicities and coincidences, I think, far outweigh some of the outlandish conspiracies that circulate around the Kennedy assassination or even the Lincoln assassination, which there is much more to be said about, mostly dealing with high finance and the printing of interest-free currency, which also got a number of other presidents shot. Now, the White House is saying we need more time to reveal these records. We need more time because of COVID-19. That was last month around Halloween, the White House said. We, we just can't do this. We need more time. The former White House said the same thing in 2018. We, we just can't release these documents. It's a matter of national security. And even if they release them, what are they going to tell you? I mean, it, just the simple fact that you have these weird synchronistic coincidences between Kennedy and Lincoln should make you think. When you consider the fact that if you go to Daly Plaza or if you look at pictures of Daly Plaza, there is an obelisk there as a memorial to JFK with 14 pieces that comprise its structure. When you consider that Kennedy's administration was known as Camelot, making Kennedy, in effect, King Arthur, ruling the divine kingdom, and he was killed. And on the spot he was killed, whether by John Wilkes Booth, you know, or Lee Harvey Oswald, right? Doesn't matter. Where he was killed, they placed that object there, an object that is Osirian, that is Egyptian. In ancient Egypt, where these mythologies developed from, and possibly from other places, part of the archetypes in nature, in human psychology, the story of Osiris, the green god of agriculture and the black god of fertile soil in the underworld, was cut into 14 pieces. A king killed by his jealous counterpart. And then he goes into the underworld. And he still remains a powerful force after death. The Kennedys have remained a powerful force even after so many have been assassinated, so many have died. 
JFK's assassination location now features an Osirian obelisk with 14 pieces, just like Osiris was cut into in the Egyptian mythology. It's no coincidence either that George Floyd, someone nobody knew, you ever heard of George Floyd prior to his death? George Floyd, a black man, was turned into a god by the media, and then he was buried in a golden coffin in the same way that Osiris, a black god, was placed into a golden coffin. They're reenacting the rituals. During the Kennedy assassination that day, around noon, when the sun was at the highest in Dallas, King Arthur was assassinated. The king was killed. Three people were arrested in Dallas that day for being involved in the assassination of the president. The arrest of those three people mirrors the story of Hiram Abiff in Freemasonic lore, in Freemasonic mythology, in Freemasonic tradition. Those three men wanted to kill the Grand Master and succeeded in killing the Grand Master with Masonic tools because he did not divulge without proper discourse on the subject, the keys of the master mason degree of the craft. So they murdered him. Three criminals murdered Hiram Abiff in the Holy Temple, Solomon's Temple. Solomon is the son. Son is the most high. Kennedy's killed. Camelot, King Arthur, Hiram Abiff, Osiris. These archetypes and these myths are not coincidental. One, maybe. Two, maybe. Three, four, five. No. Not coincidental. One is a coincidence. Two is happenstance. Three begins a pattern. When you've got a connection between Kennedy, King Arthur and Camelot, Osiris, Hiram Abiff, and Freemasonry, you're looking at a pattern there, folks. When you look at the death of Lady Diana, you're looking at a pattern there. You're not looking at an accident. You're looking at the Mercedes, the Trinity. You're looking at Lady Diana, who was literally named after the goddess Diana. You're looking at Diana, who gave birth to Prince William on the summer solstice. Intentionally, the birth was induced. You're looking at Diana, consumed by the red dragon of the royal family. You're looking at revelations, is what you're looking at. You're looking at the great son of the Most High, the Lord God giving him the throne of his father David. You're looking at Prince William. You're looking at Revelations 12, the great sign in heaven and a woman clothed in the sun with the moon under her feet. That's Diana. Crown of 12 stars on her head. That's the European Union. She was pregnant and cried out in pain, and another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its heads. The birth of the son was a male child who will, according to Revelations, quote, rule all the nations with an iron scepter. That iron scepter is the scepter of the royal family. That iron scepter is that which rules the kingdom of the Antichrist. Aurora, the false light underneath of Diana, in Roman mythos, or Eos under Artemis in Greek mythos, that false light 
I believe, is Prince William. And that false light that is perhaps a real person identified as the Antichrist is also something that in controlling all the nations of the earth, of the world, would be able to control them through technology, through computer systems, through the Aurora supercomputer, perhaps, that's going to be completed in 2022, through things like a global ID and a social credit score, right? Monitoring and tracking all of your movements, knowing where you go, who you talk to, what you do, what you think, what you believe. And now you're seeing Prince Harry and his wife gaining a lot of political attention in the United States. Perhaps working unofficially to subvert the power of the United States as we see the White House and the presidency defamed and discredited and mocked and crumbling. We see the Royal House, the Queen, crumbling in sickness to be replaced. We see the Vatican crumbling in its ideologies and its philosophies and the Pope very sick. The New World Religious Center in Abu Dhabi being constructed. We see a new financial system coming with hundreds of trillions needed, they claim, for climate change and a change of the guard in the U.S. political system. The three big powers, religious in the Vatican, financial in London, and military in Washington, all with their big obelisks uniting together so that the one little horn can take control. That's the Antichrist. And so on this anniversary of the Kennedy assassination, we can look back on the stories of the Warren Commission, stories that are no more accurate and not conspiracies than the unofficial versions of events, and there are so many of them. They're just as much a conspiracy theory. Somebody had to conspire. Somebody had to have planned you know, Booth didn't just, you know, decide I'm going to walk up here and shoot Kennedy while randomly walking down the street. And, oh, is that the president? Let me go shoot the president. You know, obviously Oswald was a patsy in the same way that, uh, you know, there have been so many other patsies that have taken the fall. You know, whether they were under some kind of mind control or they were, uh, you know, the victim of some government experiment or they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, You've seen what the FBI does to informants. In fact, two of the three Malcolm X killers were exonerated. And, and part of that reason, according to, I mean, this was mainstream, mainstream media. Part of that reason is because, you know, a new investigation has found FBI documents that revealed a description of the killers that did not match two of the assassins, Muhammad Aziz and Khalil Islam, an admission that the only witness who fingered Aziz and Islam we're, FBI, uh, you know, we're, we're FBI informants. And a report that said sources reviewed photos of Islam and failed to place him in the uh, Autobahn ballroom where Malcolm X was assassinated in 1965. The FBI covered it up. That's the official statement now. The FBI covered it up. And, uh, you know, their informants were blamed, just like the first World Trade Center bombing. I mean... Just like some of the so-called terrorists on 9-11, some of them were still alive after those buildings disappeared. Now, this isn't about one giant grand conspiracy. It's about cover-ups. It's about things that are kept top secret. It's about disinformation and misinformation. It's about counterintelligence. But it's also about the esoteric. It's also about ritual. It's also about synchronicity and mysticism. It's also about numerology, numbers and symbols that have power, that have vibration, using them, 
using certain dates and certain times and certain names to carry out the rituals, just like in the old days. The killing of the king, the killing of Osiris, the killing of Hiram Abiff, all culminated three major historical, major mythological, major archetypical stories that converged in the assassination of John F. Kennedy at Daly Plaza back in 1963. And it's just interesting that there's a shooting at Aurora, at a high school, at Hinckley. Three people shot. John Hinckley is, according to uh, you know NPR, back in September, almost around the beginning of October, is going to be released at 67. 6 plus 7 is 13. Three people supposedly killed Malcolm X. Two of the three have been exonerated. And that was announced just a few days before the 58th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination, which is 5 plus 8, 13, 11 plus 22. That's the date, is 33. Of course, not every year is the 58th anniversary, but this is an interesting 58th anniversary with the number 13, the number 3. Of course, the 33rd parallel with atomic bombs and Roswell, something else Kennedy was looking into. Various cults, Sirhan Sirhan killed Robert Kennedy in 1968 near the 33rd parallel as well. I mean, when you look at all of this, even just going back to the, the, the cornerstone of the weird similarities between Kennedy and Lincoln... You know, it's it's just I think it's just fascinating. Not to mention that, you know, uh James Brady, Ronald Reagan's press secretary, back in twenty fourteen, his death was ruled a homicide, resulting from the gunshot wound he suffered in the assassination attempt on Reagan in nineteen eighty one by Hinckley. And James Brady was thirty three years old. Thirty three years old from that gunshot wound according to the Washington Post. I mean, what are the chances of all these numbers? I mean, look at the show. Go back and listen to the show we did called A Grand Climax. Even if you're not a subscriber, it's in the archive on the website under the the sample shows. A Grand Climax from Zion to Tokyo. And look at the weird connections between the Aurora, Colorado shooting and James Holmes the woman that carried the torch at the Olympics a few days later, and the shooter just a few days, uh, uh, I think it was before, just like seven days before the closing ceremony of those Olympics in 2012, who lived on Holmes Avenue. The Aurora shooting with James Holmes. Look at all of that relating to the 2012 Olympics. Look at what happened at the Olympics in Tokyo. Right before the Olympics, the shooting in Corona, California. Look what they did at the opening ceremony of the Olympics. They had those red triangles in the Corona Ball. I mean, the, these other events, these other stories, these other things, like the, the, the movie theater in Corona where they were screening uh, the Forever Purge. And look at all the riots that have took place, you know, since 2020, the Purge. And, and, and of course, The Dark Knight Rising, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, the 2012 movie that was screening in Aurora. And on that map in the movie is Sandy Hook. And just a few, just basically a few weeks, a few months later, is the Sandy Hook shooting with Adam Lanza. And and it just all is weird. It's like it's like it all connects to the Olympics. It connects to, you know, shootings and and uh, you know, strange events and in, in locations with names that are blown up by the media to mean there's shootings every day. Why are they focusing on a shooting in, in Aurora? Why are they focusing on uh, at Hinkley High School? You know, when Aurora you know has been identified as the Antichrist whether a computer and or a false light or both, a computer, a supercomputer controlled by the Antichrist, 
or the beast system at least. You know, Hinkley's going to be released next year. You know, Malcolm X's killers have been exonerated. All things leading up to the 50th anniversary of JFK. I mean, this is the synchro mysticism that just, in a good way, drives me, you know, uh, not crazy. It drives me to be intrigued. And these are the things that I want to share with you so we don't have that standard, stale conversation. Well, there's a guy on the grassy knoll. Oh, there's the maybe he's a police officer. Oh, there. And that's good to have that conversation, I think. But I want to bring you something a little bit different here on the secret teachings. And I hope that you enjoy what we do, what we talk about. I hope that you see there's a lot of work and a lot of time, a lot of effort that goes into this to bring you something, you know, very unique. This is the secret teachings, and we are five nights a week on the Fringe FM. I want to thank all of you for tuning in tonight, for sticking with us over the years, and for supporting the show, because without you, we would not be here. We have a couple of things that you should know, including our Patreon. Our Patreon page is updated now with new tiers for behind-the-scenes content. For those who want to subscribe to support the show, to get access to the archive, the montages, and more, you get some goodies that are free, and you get access to the behind-the-scenes. You can subscribe on Patreon monthly, or you can subscribe to the archive for the show, the montages, the digital books, and get a free copy of one of my books when you subscribe for a year on our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. For those of you who are interested in supporting our fundraiser, it is called Escape from New York, and it is going to support the show and help to move us out of New York to a new location, new studio. We're looking to raise $1,000. We've raised around half of that, which is just humbling to me, so I mean it when I say thank you. You can donate on the website or rdgable at yahoo.com. That's the PayPal email. You know, if you don't like a straight-up donation, you know, you want something for it, uh, subscribe. Grab a copy of one of the books, you know. And if you do, you know, if you do send me, like, somebody donated $50, and and and, and they said, I'm going to donate more to buy some of your books. And I said, well, that's fantastic. I appreciate it. You know, in the meantime, I'd be happy to send you the digital versions of the books, you know, just to say thank you. RDGable at yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, and the secret teachings on Patreon. Something to think about for the 58th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. Something to think about with all these other strange synchronicities and strange synchromysticisms, patterns, parallels, all the numbers, the dates, the locations, the, the names that all come together and tell a much different story than what the official narrative explains and a much different story than even what the so-called conspiracy theorists explain. Even though some in the official narrative and some in the so-called conspiracy world, they, they have you know accurate information. It's just piecing it all together. And we go a step further and we see that there's much more than what's on the surface. There's much more than what's just below the surface. And there's always... A lot more that you can find when you go into the world of the esoteric. And that doesn't mean anything in particular. It's just an interesting observation. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with the Fringe FM. There's more after this. Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday here on The Fringe. Thank you for supporting us. 
Thank you for listening to The Fringe FM, and we will talk to you on the next broadcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay informed, and take care. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. After years and years of research, I compiled most of the important components of what I learned into three books, Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, and Occult Arcana. And by happenstance, those books turned into a trilogy that can be, but doesn't need to be, read in order. Food Philosophy explores the nature of what it means to be healthy, while examining the ways in which the public is deceived about their food and water. It also explores disease theories and why astronomical events like comets may be more responsible for illnesses than pathogens. It concludes with a look at geoengineering. The technological elixir picks up where the food book leaves off. It explores technology with its benefits and dangers, looking at smart tech, the Internet of Things, advanced robotics and quantum computers. The text takes us to the mark of the beast, magic, and the music industry, focusing heavily on material death cults and pacts with the devil, and of course black goo. It concludes with an analysis of UFO cults and an otherworldly or dimensional presence influencing mankind through technology. Occult Arcana is truly standalone as an encyclopedia of occult knowledge, covering theology, science, and mythology, symbolism, ritualism, and magic, voodoo, witchcraft, talismans, nursery rhymes, alchemy, and more. Occult Arcana ties it all together. All three books are available in digital form, and they are autographed, if you'd like, in paperback. Just visit thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews and buy yourself a copy or two today. Whether for yourself, family, or friends, they make a wonderful gift for the holidays, something that we explore in detail in the Occult Arcana book. Again, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio. Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, and Occult Arcana are my books. I hope you get a copy and support the show today.